1: Let's hang out let's hang out and let's talk about what legends have found let's hang out and let's listen to two hezbee shout let's hang
0: out let's hang out Hey
1: everyone, welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida and I'm Lee Holmes Foster and here's what's happening this week. This week in the
0: Les Down. This Week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. And we want to thank all of our Indiegogo supporters for this week. We usually record our This Week in the Lesdom secret the Wednesday before. So as of now, we have 21 Indiegogo supporters, but I know that by the time this episode drops, we'll have even more. So thank you all. If you want to help support Journey to the Heart, you can do that bit.ly slash support Journey to the Heart. We have a matching campaign going on this week. So A few donors have pooled their donations to match up to $1,000. So if you're thinking, I'm going to wait to donate, this is the week to do it because it's going to help us with our matching campaign. So thank you to everyone who's donated so far. Even a share goes a long way. We really appreciate all of your support.
1: In the Greater Les Universe, we want to tell you about a new movie that's going to be coming out on Hulu soon. It's called Crush, and we are very excited because it's queer. It's written by Kristen King, and it's starring Roan Blanchard and Alii Cravalho, And we've just we've heard nothing but good rumors. We haven't seen it yet, although like if someone wants to hook us up with uh, a screener, give us, us a up, screener. We've heard a lot of people are super excited for it and have said nothing but good things. So that's coming our way. And we're very excited.
0: Also, I don't know if anyone ever played the video game Ratchet and Clank, but I just saw that Rivet has been confirmed to be a lesbian. So we love when we don't even have to do should have been gay because these people are confirmed (laughs) as people is not really the right word. Confirmed gay. Creature, but. Rivet is a lesbian, so there we go. Add another one to the tally.
1: Speaking of the gays keep winning, the other thing we are winning these days are Oscars. So I'm sure if anyone missed the Oscars, you know, things happened. But one of the things that happened that we do want to talk about is Ariana DeBose won an award for, I think, Best Supporting, right? Best Supporting Actress for her role in West Side Story and was the first out woman of color to do so and so we just want to give her a big shout out she gave a great speech about how important that award was and all of the people that she was representing and we're just you know we're happy for her and we just love when the gays keep winning
0: love it also would want to say that her and rita moreno are two of like the only people who have won oscars for the same role
1: incredible which is really incredible. cool i love that so that's what's happening this week back to you ellie and lee
0: Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome to our 81st installment of Should Have Been Gay. Oh,
1: oh, oh, it was fun, it was great, but it should have a little dark gay. And in this week's episode, we don't talk about head a rose. No, no, <laughs> we don't talk about head a rose.
0: We really don't. I don't. No straight people in our podcast. We just don't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not in our should have been gays. Come on. We've never met a straight person in a movie yet. There's no way. No way. (laughs) And
0: we are talking about Encanto today, and we are joined by a very, very special guest, Jessica Darrow, who stars as Luisa in the latest Disney animated film, Encanto, and is the performer of the Billboard Top 10 chart song, Surface Pressure. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited to have you here. Ah, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so
2: happy to be here, you guys. What's up?
0: This is a dream come true. Like, since I saw this film, Lee and I both have been freaking out over it because it's an amazing movie. And then we were like, oh my God, it'd be amazing if we did a Should've Been Gay. And now, you're here to do it with us. Like this is just like elevated to it's, like so it's many levels. It's our yeah. dreams come
1: true. Honestly, let's so be many real. Levels.
0: <laughs> Oh Mine my god! i <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I think a lot of people are really gonna uh, enjoy this episode. I know I am. So
1: wow. <laughs> at least like I'm already. I already. It. we've been well, here for like five been, seconds. It's well, the best time to be we've fair, ever had.
0: <laughs> Listeners, we had a incredible conversation before we logged. On yeah, it was here, like twenty so... minutes
2: freaking long. <laughs> you guys we...
0: will never
2: know.
0: <laughs> You'll never know what happened before this, but you can guess all of. Yeah. Yeah. All the you, best. You, you, you could
2: probably guess too. Yeah, be honest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was quite gay. That's all you need to know.
1: So, do we want to dive in, Lee? You know, I always want to dive in with our IMDb synopsis for any poor, unfortunate soul. Who (laughs) hasn't seen Encanto yet? A, what is wrong with you? And B, here's the synopsis. A Colombian teenage girl has to face the frustration of being the only member of her family without magical powers
0: good to be synopsis, but I feel like we yeah, can make it gayer. It's concise. Right? Oh, yeah. It's to the point. Pretty, I mean, it is to the
2: point because, you know, there's a lot of things that they want you to discover throughout the film. But yeah, that's basically, <laughs> oh, there is so much more. There's sure. so much more. Sure, sure, <laughs> yeah, sure. there's so
0: much more. So, Jessica, since you are our guest of honor, <sighs> do you want to start with your gay synopsis? <sighs> oh, my God.
2: I'm so <laughs> nervous. I kept thinking about this and I was like, okay, do I write it down? Because first of all, it took me forever to just get the it was fun, it was great, but it's okay? out of my head <laughs> so that I could just like focus on what I wanted to say. And yeah. it's still going on in my head, but okay, here I go. <laughs> <clears throat> so super colorful, fruity, queer house, magical house with magical uh, fruity powers withholds <laughs> super queer family. That is not. Openly queer, however, every single member in this family is, a.k.a. their queerness is their superpower. They must use their queer superpowers (laughs) to take care of their family and also uplift their community and make sure that they do not face the terrors that their queer magical ancestors Ha- Faced in the past, they must live up to the super colorful, fruity, queer miracle that blessed their family to begin with and gave them this beautiful, magical, colorful rainbow opportunity. Also, everything in the film is rainbow in case you're wondering if it could be any queer. Also, the food is very queer because it's cheese. And bread. And I don't know. That just feels queer to me. In Spanish, that's an arepa. A very (laughs) notoriously queer food eaten by many queer Latinas, including myself. I'm
1: gonna die.
0: I can't. There's no there's no finishing. There's honestly no coming after that. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Finish it. Finish it. And,
2: And the film ends with a beautiful queer musical number that is the most blatantly queer song besides the one sung by the most stereotypically blatantly queer character. And the family all comes together. And uh, to be honest, we don't know if they live happily ever after, but at least they are all now openly queer together, which feels like a happily ever after for now. The end.
1: Wow. I am gonna die. That was just... Listen, listen, I, I have one, I have one hope and dream in my heart for life now, which is that somebody is going to take that audio and turn it into like a movie trailer, just like, <laughs> yes. just like cut with cut scenes it. from the movie, like in a world full of I was of just gays. about to say, as we in a
2: world full of gay, full of Latino gays, the best time. Um,
0: Wow. Wow. Wow.
2: Wow. (laughs) Incredible. Thanks, guys. I was so nervous, but then I just let it flow.
0: It flows so perfectly. I also would like to say we have we have lots of things to talk about because when you say the most stereotypically queer character in the film, I'm like, I think you're talking about Luisa, but I feel like there's a lot of stereotypes. There's, there's a lot of so, stereotypically there's so queer many. characters there's in so the film. Many. No, so. there
2: there really is, but it's uh, it's honestly the reason why I say stereotypical is because I'm like. Why am I the only cast member that is being asked how I feel about Luisa's sexuality? Because, <laughs> hello, like, y'all, y'all gay. And, yep. you know, it's like Isabella, <laughs> that, like, I'd say she is oh, probably...
1: Don't worry. We are going to okay, go we're, through. Okay, we're, we're going to get into we are that. Gonna, we have character a list. by character. We have a list, But you are we have so a lot correct
0: to about say. Isabella. We have right. a lot to say.
2: Oh, oh, yes. Okay. Wow. The looks on your faces.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it is a lot. It okay. is a lot. I watched... Well, we can talk about our experience after this, but I watched the movie again from top to bottom today, and I was like, wow, mm-hmm. this is going to be great, 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 great episode. <laughs> okay,
1: wait. What are yes. what's your right, synopses? So, I don't think. How do I? How do you follow that? Oh my God! You you can't stop. Just do
0: it. I want to hear it. All right. Here's Uh, my. Here's my. Go. Okay. Do it. Do it. So the queer family Madrigal are quite literally crushed under the expectations of a heteronormative society (sighs) until they can finally come out, be themselves, and rebuild their little queer sanctuary. that's beautiful beautiful. i did like when you said that there's rainbows everywhere because there are rainbows
1: the queer sanctuary
0: i love that every queer
2: sanctuary too but yeah there's literally rainbows everywhere yeah
0: it's It's like the house you know the house was crushed was being crushed because they were forced to be straight and then they were like all right we had to destroy this straight house to rebuild a queer one that's what i saw that's gorgeous. That was, that's what I saw. You're like, listen, that's, M- all, that's what I saw, okay? <laughs> I can't I say saw. what anyone else saw, but that's what I saw. <laughs> Mutual I went, aid, you know, it was beautiful.
1: I went a slightly <laughs> different direction with my gay synopsis. I'm ready um, for it. And my gay synopsis is, like in so many small towns in real life, the gay family is the most interesting source of all entertainment <laughs> in the encounter. Yes! Yes! That's the the movie. Like, does does anything else, does anybody else have anything going on? They're all just like, what's happening at the casita? Like,
0: literally
2: casita. Like, oh my God, what's going on at the casita? Because they have such basic, unmagical lives. Uh Yeah. That's so The straights
1: want to know what's happening with the gays, as per usual. All That's the my gay synopsis. Yes. <laughs> they also
0: have the best parties. Like, it's like yes. everyone's like, oh, got to go to the gay club tonight. And the gay That's club so is
2: <laughs> their house. That Guess is it so does That is so true. Yeah. Oh my God. These yeah. are such they, know yes. they know
0: how to throw a They know how to throw
2: a party.
0: Yes. So. Jess, I'm curious. What was your experience with with the film Encanto? <laughs> What's your experience with it? Yeah, tell us a little bit.
2: Oh my gosh. Well, okay. Yeah. Right, what? What part of this experience?
1: Give <laughs> us like. Okay. Ev- everyone knows. Everyone knows your experience. Maybe give us like a quick, just like a quick overview of like how did this happen? How did you get here? How How did this happen?
2: <laughs> okay. No, I actually love. I love sharing the story. So it really. Uh, it was, like the movie, it it was all magic. It's all felt like magic. But early 2020, we're going back in time, boop, boop, boop. Um, mm-hmm. Early 2020, um, for, for those of you who may relate to this, I feel like you guys probably do, uh, the experience of being an artist, uh, an actor, some type of performer who's feeling uh, some sort of like stagnant, no change. What's going on? I don't know what I'm doing. The I'm being crushed by capitalism. How could I ever pursue art? Okay. Maybe I'll try to go to LA. I had that moment Thank in you. early 2020 mm-hmm. and I travel there uh, to go there. For, I'm actually in in uh, Brooklyn in New York. And I went to go stay in LA for a month. I plan to stay there for the entire month of March. So I've left my apartment here. And my like first day there, I get an audition that would normally be something that requires me to send uh, just a regular, you know, voiceover MP3 over my phone, uh, send it out into the ether, see what happens. But my voiceover agent actually was like, hey, this is actually for a Disney animated feature. I know you usually read for Revlon commercials, but if you'd like to (laughs) NBD, (laughs) NBD, if you'd really if you'd like to go to. Disney animation in person. You happen to be in LA. You could go ahead. So I was like, pet, I'll take the $50 Uber. So I'm doing nothing else here trying to figure out my life. (laughs) And so I go to Burbank, pull up, meet with Jamie Spare Roberts, who uh, is the casting director on the film. And she's amazing. And we just had a super chill, casual conversation. And this was the first voiceover audition that I did not do in a booth. I just... I was reading with someone in person and she then was just chatting with me about my life. I saying I'll make a man out of you for Milan. cause great choice. I was like, this is very much Louisa. <laughs> you know, and, um, but it was funny because I actually, in, in the description of Louisa, I knew that she, we had a lot in common because they just described her as like tough crybaby, Like, exterior, mushy gushy inside. And I was like, okay, that's me. Yeah. She just said, I feel like you are a great fit for this. You've got a call back. I was like sick. And then a uh, panorama happened and I went home in the middle of my trip to LA. And, but you know what? It's, it, it's all good. It wasn't good at the time, but I go home to Miami where I'm originally from Thank God I had sun for those four months in my childhood bedroom. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> I would have gone insane. And I'm there for four months, completely put the audition out of my head. I didn't know if I'd be able to make art in the same way again, let alone, uh, let alone ever again. Um, I was just thinking about death. So I didn't really think about that. And then... July came around and I go back to New York. I get a call back. I have a Zoom session with the directors, Jared Bush and Byron Howard, who are amazing. They talked to me about their families. I talked about mine. I was like, whoa, this is the most I've ever talked about my family in an audition. (laughs) (laughs) And we kind of got into like, we talked about our family dynamics and the roles that we feel we play within them. And I could tell that this was, you know, I, I at first I thought that this was just going to be a movie about like Latino superheroes. So I was like, sick. <laughs> but then in this audition, I was like, oh, OK, this is about some family stuff. OK. Yeah. And that was kind of the moment when I when I put together, I was like, wow, I, I've never never heard of a Disney movie like this. And then I, I heard that Lin-Manuel was attached to it. And I was like, oh, you guys don't even know how you better <laughs> you pass me.
1: And they almost forgot to ask. You're like, me, you just try and keep me from this bar. You just try you and just stop try. me. Yeah.
2: No, seriously. And, you know, I oh, and this one. I'm so excited to talk to you guys because I have a musical theater background. And I feel like, you know, we just have so much in common. But
1: anyway, <laughs> I was let's so, all be best friends. We're in uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, literally, <laughs> yes.
2: like me and Lee both have like keyboards and uh, Ellie has guitars like Ellie's about? is like
1: just on the I other have side a of the keyboard on the other yeah. side
0: of this. Yeah. <laughs>
2: You Don't guys. Worry.
1: <laughs>
2: Okay, anyway, I
0: digress. Uh, best so friend
1: hangout when? Is best the friend hangout yes. when? Okay. okay. Leave we'll New, New York trip soon. Okay, so, okay, I'm in. Okay. <laughs> I'm just That's saying, good. but yeah, so... You just try and stop me, Ellie. <laughs> um, she woke uh, up. She, <laughs> but...
2: Yeah. So so basically that happened. And then I I found out that I booked the part uh, October 2020 and I started recording um, from November until August 2021. I wrapped and throughout that whole time I was recording remotely. So I just I had no idea. I knew I always knew that the film was special, but I had no idea that it would like transcend into something like this. And to be quite honest, I, I was really like hyper-focused on Louisa's storyline and didn't know much of the turmoil that the other family members were facing personally throughout, like I'd say halfway through recording. And we're also recording on our own, like not with other cast members. So it's, and it's my first time doing this too. And I, you know, it's not in person. I'm just working with a bunch of people in LA over zoom. And, you know, of course, anxiety is getting the best of me too. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, is this, you know, it feels like your first big break, but is it actually going to be, you're doing it in New York over zoom. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> and, and, you know, just, just the awful voices in your head that try to make experiences smaller. But then I actually I As I was building Louise's character, I surely was building mine because I eventually, especially through the recording of Surface Pressure, I had to let myself give over and really go there emotionally and put myself into this character because it just, it called for it. Like you couldn't, the lyrics are so devastating in that song and I actually was focused on just like sounding right. And especially with my musical theater background and singing training was always taught that my voice needed to sound a certain way. And, uh, you know, being pitch perfect was the most important thing. And I mean, you know, growing up, I, I just, I at myself for not being a soprano and I was always like resenting my inability to, access that like higher register and i'm like will i ever be successful on broadway will ever and now that's like not even my journey it's not even my path i'm i i love what i'm doing now instead and to to be honest the parts that i would be playing on broadway would be like inappropriately mama rose in gypsy (laughs) like at at age 27 you know Um, like nah i'm a so you know
1: listen not to not to harp too much on like all of the stuff we have in common but like <laughs> as, as someone who is also not a soprano like can i tell you how fucking refreshing it is to have like a chart topping disney bop that i'm like oh i can sing these notes <laughs> like yeah. i can hit no and and not only that i can hit notes but i'm like oh i get to like drop down and hit some notes that like you never get to like play in that Range, you know, like everything is always like, I'm a Disney princess. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. let's take it down like a couple steps. Yeah. Just for well, it's so pr- it's pretty something. crazy. Like, no, it's so much. It's like incredible to have like a fun. I ha- to have like the top song from this show be like an alto bop. I'm like, yes, please. Aww,
2: <laughs> more, more of this. And that makes uh. me feel so good to hear because I. <laughs> I mean, listen. When I when I first got the demo, it was a Lin demo, and yes, I listened to it every night before I went to sleep <laughs> because it was his voice, and you know, it's him doing his Lin Manuel thing, and he's doing surface pressure, you know. Yeah. He's like he's doing it in his octave, so I'm over here like mm, they didn't. Specify. I'm not saying you should
1: drop that demo. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that's like You're not the Dude, that thing doesn't <laughs> exist on my phone anymore.
2: You know, Disney got away <laughs> at making everything disappear when you don't need that
1: anymore. Uh. <laughs> You're like, that That phone got dropped to the bottom of the ocean after <laughs> it was burned and run over by a truck. Like, yeah, I yeah, get it. They I
2: actually it. sent me an Android with the dim- with the demo on it and then they crushed the, the Android. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and oh I my God. God. <laughs> no, and that's me hating on Androids. I'm Amazing. sorry. Listen, if Android, if you want to sponsor me, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to shit on your phone. <laughs> But anyway, but but yeah, so that that demo really made me like, OK, you guys didn't didn't specify that I'm not supposed to necessarily like sing in this octave or that I'm supposed to do. I don't know, it's like key change here. They really were like, here's the demo. You teach yourself, like do what you want to do with it. And oh, we're awesome. going to have a recording session in two weeks and just see what happens. <laughs> so I'm terrified. This is happening around Thanksgiving. So this is the time of year when I binge eat and drink to hide my depression. So I'm <laughs> having to physically not do that, which is hard, but it's okay because I have this new beautiful thing in my life. So it was fine. It was fine. But I was <laughs> like, okay, all right. Going to take care of my body. Going to take care of my voice. Because mind you, I hadn't I had sung in years. Like singing is a thing of the past for me. I thought that I was going to go to a musical theater school.
1: And and the future.
2: <laughs> and now, yeah, now, the, now future. the future. Well, yeah, but there was a time for a while when I really, you know, I, was, I auditioned for eight musical theater schools and didn't get into any of them. I got into Rutgers, which was the one funny straight theater school. What a crazy term. <laughs>
1: Isn't that crazy when people say that? Yeah. Nonsense. Doesn't exist.
2: It's the thing. They're like, it's straight theater. I'm like, that's funny. It's the least straight theater. Anyway. (laughs) But yeah. So and then I go to the school that doesn't like uh, care about singing, but very much, you know, cares about the voice. We had voice training, blah, blah, blah. But I just put it out of my head that I would ever be doing musicals or sing ever again. And then here I am doing this part that like encompasses everything from my childhood and also like my idols like Living Old Miranda and my obsession with Disney. So I don't know. It was it was pretty wild. But you know, here I am. Now I'm fast forward doing surface pressure in the booth for the first time. And my instinct is to just copy Lynn's mannerisms. <laughs> so I'm over here like Doing the surface pressure and I'm kind of <laughs> doing it like this. And oh my God, the yo, I don't want to fight Cerberus. Like, I feel like that still very much sounds like Lynn in the recording. Cause like, yo, I wanna want to fight Cerberus. Like, it's, yeah. it, that's exactly how he did it. And to be honest, I tried to veer away from that like super Lynn sound in the recording, but he kind of was pushing me towards it. And I said, okay, bet, say less. So uh, I'll do that. And I and I did, and now we've got that the version that amazing. we've got. Amazing. And um, <laughs> yeah. But but I I asked them. I, I was like,
1: someday I just want a, a cast recording release of everybody doing their best impression of, of the like, demos that demo. said, yeah, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone do your best Lynn today and then we'll release that. <laughs> so someone's going to hear this going to be like, damn,
0: that's
2: shady. But the thing is, I've like done it to his face. He's a great guy. He knows. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, it's just his voice. It's, yeah, yeah, he yeah. knows. I mean, he, he is.
1: the. It's new... so distinctive. What do you, so... I mean, come on. You he, can't have that distinctive of a voice and not know about yeah, it. Yeah. You know?
2: Or like in Bruno's rap at the end in the in all of you. Like that is a Hamilton flow straight up. Yes. You know, like he knows what yeah. he's doing. And that's the yeah. magic. He is the new Sondheim, but anyway, let me not not go there right away. (laughs) But um, so I'm over here being like, do I sing this in dude octave, which is technically still kind of my octave or like, what do you you want? Because, you know, it's always been like, well, if you want to sound more girly, then you got to be higher. You got to use your head voice. You got to do it. And they're like, OK, so we actually want you to stay lower in the beginning and we're actually going to make it higher in the like belty parts. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 I was
2: really scared, you guys. Like I, I had not exercised my vocal cords in this way in years. So I then worked with Pisha McPhee, who is the amazing um, Disney animation vocal coach and is also Catherine McPhee's mother.
0: Whoa. Oh, very
2: cool. You guys know who that is, right? Yeah. American yeah. Idol
0: smash. Yes. yes.
2: Waitress. Okay. Yes. We know who Catherine V is. My fangirl, queer ass, is like, <laughs> okay, don't freak out. You're literally going to be taught by her mom. That's cool. And I literally did not mention a word about Catherine until our very last lesson. And I said, by the way, I love your daughter. And she's like,
1: <laughs> wait, oh. Wait, wait. Like, oh, my God. Sorry, she's not like, to, can like, you not us? to throw, throw Ellie on the spot here, but like, isn't that... Do, don't you have a, st- a story when we were in New York? Was that Catherine <gasps> McPhee or was that someone else? No, it
0: was Catherine Gallagher. Different Catherine. Oh, okay. Uh, you're right. Sorry. Different Catherine. Sorry. <laughs> I got yeah. confused. Okay, but I want to hear that story too. What the hell? Oh, my God. Okay, so we were in New York. We were doing a thing for the flame and we went to Marie's Crisis. Have you, have you been to Marie's oh, Crisis? of course. I'm the sure. one and only cat yeah, yeah. only. Yeah, yeah. So we're at Marie's crisis and Catherine Gallagher walked in and I was like, I know this is Catherine Gallagher, but I didn't want to make a big deal of it about it. So then we all just start singing. And then like at a certain point they started playing Wicked and like Catherine Gallagher was next to me. And so then like I just started singing Wicked to her and then she was <laughs> singing back to me and I was like, we are singing Wicked together. And this is Catherine sing? Gallagher.
1: <laughs> yes. Just chill. Yeah. Just totally chill. Okay, But
0: was it for good? It was, no, I think it was Defying Gravity. So we were doing like the Glinda Alphaba part in Defying Gravity. My heart. It was insane. And then I didn't like, I was like, I'm just going to like play it as cool as I can. So I wasn't like, you're Catherine Gallagher. I was just like, oh, it's great singing with you. Everything's cool. (laughs) <laughs> everything's cool. See, and that's the thing. And especially in New York, you have
2: to be like, yes. everyone is so chill here. Like if you see someone you, that you know on the street, you just got to be like, oh yep. yeah,
0: yep. whatever.
2: It's, it's cool. It's, it's, it's totally chill.
0: cool. Yep. No piggy. I actually saw her on the street before we went into Marie's Crisis. Like I saw her... <sighs> like I was getting like a dollar slice of pizza and she was at the pizza place. And I was like, that's Lovely. Captain Gallagher. And then I was like, I'm not going to say anything in the pizza place. And then I went to Marie's crisis and she was also there. So I was like, I'm glad I didn't say something weird to her in the it pizza place. Either. It was
2: meant to be exactly. Hey, anything that is meant for you, never going to pass you by. Yeah. All right. And that is a fine example of that. All right. It was a beautiful moment.
0: But yeah, got to go to Marie's crisis again we go to New York, Lee, me, you, and Jess are going to Marie's Crisis. Okay,
1: when we all meet up in New York for our bestie weekend, we'll go to Marie's Crisis. I'm in. I will say
2: the last time I was there, I did not have the best experience. Mostly because I'm such a dummy. And I I was a fresh 21 years old. And uh, yeah, I literally haven't been back since, which is crazy. I was a fresh 21 years old. And I was just like drunk with my sister. And it was like... uh, one of my first times being drunk legally. So here I am like in this bar and the bartender just asked me for my ID, which is not that crazy. And people do it all the time, but I decided to get like fresh with him. And I was like, oh, you want to see my ID? Just like dumb, oh, like God. arbitrary, <laughs> drunk confidence. Like alcohol so stupid, you guys. Like why <laughs> do we even <laughs> drink that? Like, I was like, oh, why? And he's like, he literally is looking at me like, you stupid bitch like shut <laughs> up give me your freaking ID or you're not gonna get <laughs> this Heineken from this mini fridge okay so I showed it to him and it was fine but I I he, I got so saucy with him but
1: uh, listen they have your
0: picture after- on the wall they're like they my <laughs> do not let this
1: person in <laughs> Oh After your first God. decade or so of getting carded, it just becomes really chill. Listen, no, like, now I'm uh,
2: like, oh, wow, please card me. Now I'm like, as, why didn't you card me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know?
1: will be carded, I think, until I'm like 50. So I have a lot of practice. Uh, and you, do, you do have a beautiful I'm, baby face. Just, <laughs> I look like I'm 16, and you gotta lean in. You lean know, in. like it's fine. you say it so ironically. It's fine. You
2: know, you love having this face, it is you, you know, know what. Do.
1: No, here's the thing. I would I would love having a face that looked 21. That would be cool. Mm. Having a face that legit looks like I'm 18 sometimes <laughs> when I'm like in a professional environment and like need to be taken seriously. Mm. And I'm like, I promise I am not in high school.
0: Mm. It yeah. works
1: less well, actually. I would be okay with looking a little older.
0: But yeah. One of these days. What
1: One of these these days, days, you will.
2: (laughs) You feel like your haircut doesn't work for you? I feel like once I got an aggressive haircut, everything changed. Like, people were like, I will listen.
1: I think the haircut does help, (laughs) but not as much as I'd like to believe it
0: should. (laughs) Oh sorry, I'm also just laughing at like where where has this conversation devolved to.
1: We're all of the place. It's okay. It's <laughs> okay. There's so
0: many things. But
1: there's Listen, so many things. We needed the we needed your whole life story first. We did. Yes. We, we truly that, did. So a, that is
2: how I got here. Yes. <laughs> here in my bushwick
1: apartment i'm also dying because i feel like because i know we're gonna talk for the next two hours about how gay this movie is i'm like ellie if we need to like trim some of that down i desperately want you to just make an edit where it's like so tell us how you got here and then you're like well i started in like early 2020 and that's how i got here
0: (laughs) (laughs) nothing else that's just the part that would trim, and that's how I got here.
1: <laughs> it would just, for me, I just want to, I feel like it would sound ridiculous and insane and it would make me laugh, that's all. Just yeah. send me I'll that in send, edit send you that just die. for fun,
0: but that <laughs> so whole sweet. thing, just
1: those two lines clipped together yeah. would make me laugh uh, I tremendously, love that's all. Whole We're not going to cut the whole no. story, everyone, That whole, whole intro is okay. staying,
2: don't worry. Y'all, you <laughs> cut whatever you want,
0: okay?
1: <laughs> real, real quick, Ellie, do you want to give your experience with the movie yes. as well? Just just for good measure. Super, you know? Yeah,
0: super quickly. I think I said I watched it again today. I had Aww. been told by Lee that I needed to watch this film, which was the correct thing for her to say to me because <laughs> I watched it. So my girlfriend doesn't like... She likes very, like, intense... Sad? She likes sad things, but, like, intense, <laughs> scary things. Like, I feel like when sad, she... Sad,
1: broody, yeah, like, angsty, decades or... or Period piece, lesbian. Yeah, scene. yeah.
0: So when she hears <gasps> Disney, she's like, "Eh, like I don't want to watch." This. And I'm like, "Okay, fine." So she fell asleep, and I put on Incondo, <laughs> and she's yeah. sleeping next to me, and I'm bawling, like <laughs> just like crying so <laughs>
1: horrifically, like watching, a state of like, existence like... that Ellie never <laughs> finds herself. No, in, No, I'm honestly. always crying. I'm always crying. <laughs> I cried again. I cried again today
0: watching it, of course. But I think Why? I cried like every Ellie's- time a little less, but I did cry. I forget them. Oh, the moment that I really like hit my stride today was when Mirabel and Abuela are having their moment by the river.
2: By the river every time. That it's like the last 15 minutes of the film
0: wrecked me. Yeah. That wrecked me. The first time I watched it, surface pressure got to me because yeah, I am a the oldest child. Mm. I live I also like I live with so many of my family members.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: When I was younger, my house was my mom, dad, brother, sister, me. So five of us upstairs, grandfather, aunt, cousin across the street in another apartment, aunt, uncle and their three kids. And like still, it's pretty like my aunt and uncle and their three kids moved, like, 15-minute drive away. But, like, we are very, like, very, very close family.
2: This is your movie. Yes.
0: Yeah, so I was watching <laughs> it, and I was like, this really hit me hard. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, I'm like, there, there's no way to not get deep when you're talking about Encanto. But, like... My parents got divorced like my mom put a lot of her emotional trauma on me and I Mm -hmm. felt like I had and like it's not her fault. She just like was having a tough time and I was the Mm -hmm. oldest so she could talk to me about it and I felt like I had to like protect my brother and sister from everything that was happening. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like I understand this character like extensively. So surface pressure really got me. Luisa's character I was like damn. I did not expect to come into this movie and like see that right there so and see you yeah that was a lot but good yeah. I feel like it's a cathartic moment for a lot of people who feel like all of the weight of like being the emotional support system for their family yeah. so yeah that's and fine. it's yeah
2: that's amazing wow yeah. I mean uh, it's really i've I've heard all of the all of the different ways that the film resonates with people and Louisa specifically, but this, this seems to be the like biggest theme is that it's like children who have had to essentially lead or hold responsibility for the rest of their family members in some capacity. Um, And yeah, that shit is real because then it also leads to anxiety Mm
1: -hmm. and then
2: anxiety induced depression if you don't let it out which is pretty brutal but so real and so much more common we have
1: no idea what you're talking about Uh (laughs) Just zero we have zero experience with any of this what are you talking
0: about what do you mean
1: Family. What about listen. what about you, Lee? Just about my experience, your experience. with Surface Pressure well, your or my experience with the movie? With the film. Each hour
0: of Yeah, like, that'll be um, a long no, one. No,
1: we could do... Well, <laughs> Surface Pressure was funny for me because I am not the oldest sibling, but I do, like, I am the younger sibling who has always been, like, the one in charge. And, like... Same. It's, so, yeah, the, that song had no right to go as hard as it did. Let's be real. <laughs> That's fine. Skipping over my anxiety and all of that. <laughs> my experience with the movie is that I started to see like a bunch of TikToks. Like I remember when the when the trailer came out, and I also like the trailer came out, and I was like, "Oh, fun! A fun Disney movie about superpowers!" Ha ha! Right? And then you start seeing like the TikToks coming out, and I was like, "Actually, I'm playing like millennial roulette, and I have my friend's Disney login right now." <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> "We're gonna watch this bad boy tonight millennial in that way that they- <laughs> yeah." Like,
2: Accurate.
1: And it makes you feel really great, too, when it's like I so I do have kids, but my kids are not really old enough yet to where they're like into movies like they'll watch like shorter stuff still. They still haven't worked up to like a movie length. Thing. Mm. So there's nothing more exciting as a millennial parent than to, like, put your kids to bed and be like, and now we get to watch our Disney movie. <laughs> it's yeah. adult time. Gonna it's have some time. wine <laughs> and watch a Disney movie. <laughs> like, That's so and true. we did. And so I finished it and I was like, holy shit. Like, I think I immediately texted Ellie. And I was like, Ellie, waste time. No time, please. <laughs> I'm like, we need to talk about this movie. A, just like the movie in a general sense. B, like we are gonna have to do an episode on this movie because everyone in it is gay. Everyone is gay. I was like, I, I like, I know that we are on a streak of Disney movies right now, and like, there are a few characters that you're gonna run past us in the Disney canon universe that were like, oh, sure, that straight person, Never. but like, wow. Wow, they're all so gay. It was just uh-huh. I'm like e- there and there's we have pulled at some you know like thinner strings yeah. than than <laughs> like, the like massive ropes of like evidence that we're gonna uh, get into right now so I just I it was important to me and then now my wife hates me because my TikTok is all in Kanto talk <laughs> all the time <laughs> and she's like every time you open TikTok I have to have what we don't talk about don't talk stuck about in my head <laughs> the rest of the fucking week and it's like and ever, and sometimes I'm literally the worst and I like because I forget because you hear it so many times and I'll be like oh my god I have to show you this funny TikTok and I open it and it's like it's a fucking we don't talk about Bruno TikTok and she's like why? Why are you doing <laughs> this why? to me? Why and do I'm you not like, have any interest? But but like but they mashed it together with something new. (laughs) Yeah, look, it's a mashup. It's a DJ remix. It's a mashup. And she's like, I hate you so much. And I'm like, but it's funny. I'm sorry.
0: It's okay. Nah, she
2: secretly vibes with it. Okay, she <laughs> secretly appreciates.
1: She's she does, but she just it gets stuck in her head. That's the problem. She's like every time I hear that song, she's like I can't get it out of my head for like five days, like same, minimum. It's same. just it's crazy. So so now I have to wear headphones when
2: I am listen. Aw, wow, what a considerate lover. <laughs> it's, I, love I know.
1: That. <laughs> That's a problem. Listen. Wow. Speaking
0: of all of the gay that you saw in this film, Lee.
1: Yes, I yeah I'm. I've got my notes. I've we got my go. notes, ready. We gotta go for the guys. <laughs> okay. So
0: well, let's just start, Jess. Let's talk. Let's start with the biggest one. Louisa, let's go.
2: The biggest buffest one. I <laughs> mean
0: let's talk, Louisa.
2: You know, so what what I'd like to say about Louisa is that yes, the, and and at, at the beginning of this I was like, oh yeah, she's the stereotypically gay one. And so the reasons for that are like, yeah, okay, cool. Hot, butch, muscular, lesbian, for sure that she is the illustration of that. However, I think what her personality actually, like what is mostly queer about her personality, aside from her looks, is very similar to a kind of person that I grew up with in Miami, a kind of person that honestly I I personally identified with at times. I honestly feel like I, I identify with um, more now. In high school, there it's like a specific type of Latina woman or just someone who comes from an immigrant family. And because of the responsibilities and expectations that are put on them, they do not regard their sexuality or like give it any thought and especially being a young woman you are kind of expected to uh, just like keep pushing through and like do your studies and don't be noticed by boys like try your hardest not to be sexualized so what happens when like you actually you're not even like into boys you don't even really Mm -hmm. care about that but you're just trying to think about your family, do well in school, and eventually have it all lead to something, right? But you're actually kind of like interested in other things. If you were to be given the room to express your romantic interests, maybe you would start to explore, I don't know, asking a girl out, see how that feels. (laughs) But I know there are a lot of Women that I grew up with that were like that, who then ended up coming off as soft spoken or hard or tough Mm. because they were not they didn't find room or space to talk about their sexuality in that way. Or it just didn't, like, coincide with literally anything else. So it's just yet another gorgeous female quality of putting everyone else, uh, everyone else's needs above yours. And
1: yes, 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 yes. Here's the th- Here's what I think is so funny because obviously, like I get it when you watch the movie and you first and like Luisa first shows up and you're like, "Who is this giant, sexy. gorgeous beefcake?" Yeah, <laughs> like
2: we sexy beefcake. Stan,
1: we love a herbo. Like I am here <laughs> for it. Like give me more. But then what's funny is like as you actually. See Luisa through the movie and like her character; those are like the least gay things about Luisa yeah. to me. And I'm like, man, the gayest things about Louisa to me are twofold. My like, my two big like, how gay is Luisa things. One, her anxiety. Yes, just <laughs> like anxiety. A queer trait. The gayest <laughs> it. <trait>. It, is, <laughs> it is a queer trait. Like it's fine. And two, she has such a gay like the Home Depot gay energy right uh-huh. of like I'll, I'll get fix it. shit done yeah. I'll fix it I've got it I'll get the do- I can carry the donkeys don't worry I got it like that is like and it's such a specific gay energy too that like that you don't see that often and I was like oh my god I love it like I love it and I love like seeing the vulnerable side of, like, somebody dealing with, like, I can't help with all of the things that I'm used to and, like, therefore nobody's gonna love me. And I'm like, we still love you even if you cannot lift the piano, it's okay. (laughs) It's okay because sometimes you do, like, you see those gays where you're just like, I wish you knew that, like, it is okay if you do not build the bookcase, like, somebody will still love you, you know?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is so true. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean... Even if we just want to like
0: I know we've already sort of talked about surface pressure, but like let's talk about the song itself from like a queer perspective as well of mm-hmm. like just like I said, like it's like the in the beginning where I'm like the pressures like literally crush the house. But like Luisa's entire song is about like the pressure that society and her family puts on her to like be this specific yes. person Right. So Very even if true. like, I just think a lot of queer people resonate with surface pressure because of that, but because of also like the expectations that someone puts on you. Yeah. That, like she like, like you said, like she doesn't even think about what her sexuality would be. No, once she doesn't, does she mention it? Because she doesn't think like that she deserves. I think she's like so like I'm everyone else. She like doesn't even think like, oh, what do I want? So yes. if she's not thinking like what does she want? She's never going to be like, "Oh, I want to date a woman or a man or anyone." Like she doesn't even think about that for herself. So I just like I feel like if we had an Encanto too, which who knows? If we get a sequel, I'll be so happy.
2: I keep putting it out there. Right? Like, (laughs) let's put that out in I'm I'm just, every time, every time Jared Bush, one of the directors, he he texts me like a screenshot of uh, whenever the views of the surface pressure video on YouTube like exceeds uh, crazy amounts, which is, (laughs) yeah, it it already (laughs) has. But he, he was like, he'll like send me screenshots of the growth. And every time I respond with, Ready for Louisa's spin-off, bro?
0: Yeah, ready for Conco 2. Oh bro. my god,
1: listen. A spinoff spin-off where like one of the scenes is just Luisa getting a day off and like flexing for some like hot girls somewhere in town. That's just we deserve this. We, we do. deserve this. And we deserve Luisa, to see her room. Luisa deserves this. Yes, yes I tell I,
0: I okay, so Random question, but what do you think is in Luisa's room? <laughs>
2: uh, so, so I was actually getting asked this question a lot when I was doing like first rounds of interviews back in like November, December, and I hon- like I didn't know what to say. I was like, ah, I, I or I'm, I'm speechless in the same way that the animators were because they couldn't quite figure out what the right room was for yeah. her because she is someone who is so like her, her gift is super strength. So why would she have things to like lift and carry in her room if your room is where you should be going to decompress and chill but like Isabella's gift is uh, growing flowers so like of course you would have a bunch of flowers in her room and that's great who wouldn't want like a bed of flowers but like in your room
1: giant lesbian Isabella wouldn't want that but we'll get there we'll get there it's fine Uh, yeah okay yes 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 that
2: is true but (laughs) as far like as far as like levels of comfort and like getting to be yourself i feel like louisa wouldn't have a room full of like metal and you know i think she would definitely have her workout gear for sure and like a bunch of luna bars lemons specifically (laughs) and i think that she would have a lot of anime posters in her room
1: nice nice and pink
2: fluffy rugs
1: can we also request that she have one of those like ice bath tubs like for your muscles la, to relax um, your muscles. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what movie is that, Ellie? Stick, what it? Am I thinking of? stick it like a la stick oh, it. That's what we nice. need.
2: <laughs> we need that. And I ask
1: for purely altruistic reasons. Her muscles probably get tired. That's all.
2: Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I think that she needs to have a personal masseuse in there and yes. give her uh, yes. facials and I don't know, some dermabrasion situation. She just deserves to be pampered. So, so. is this also kind of low key my dream room? Maybe, yes. <laughs> but yes. So That's I think that that would be a room.
0: <laughs> I love it. Do we want to talk more about Luisa, or do we want to move on to Isabella? Because we were talking about. Well,
1: that? listen. There's so many characters to talk about. So. I feel like it's a good segue to move to Isabella because you cannot, you cannot convince me that that is the room that Isabella wants. It's it's demonstrably not. It's like canonically not the room that she wants.
2: Oh, yeah. I think I saw uh, I saw somewhere someone said that Isabella was like a closeted heavy metal punk rock queer. Yes. And I was like, oh, snap. Also because her song is very much like Pat Benatar vibes, in my opinion. And I think she's definitely like, trying to have some like pink and black in her room like true emo 2006 like my chemical romance panic at the disco maybe some or was it something corporate i don't know if you guys know, or jack's mannequin i don't know if you guys know any of those I'm, I'm just i'm just trying to show off all of the bands i know from that time emo kids <laughs> um you've succeeded uh, oh my god i love them all but that that shit raised me and i think that isabella is very much a product of that culture deep down i think that in middle school she did waterline eyeliner and let it get all over her cheeks i think that she her hair is straight because it's now permanently this way from how much she straightened it in middle school and um i think that yeah i mean come on i so would clear. die to
0: see middle school isabella
2: Okay, and you know what else I think? I think that her mustache is bleached and she doesn't wax it. I think she bleaches it because like me, she likes to have the option of feeling it there. But maybe not everyone
0: sees it. (laughs) You've really thought about this and I appreciate that.
2: She really is like it's and of course she wouldn't say. And and also she doesn't end up with the dude. She's trying her hardest to not end up with this Uh, super dummy guy.
1: I'm sorry. Do you mean the dude who her first reaction when he pops down on one knee to propose is to punch him in the face with a plant? <laughs> that dude. Yes. Literally that guy.
2: Punch him Please. in the face. Please. I mean,
1: just a, a just a normal hetero reaction to oh, your, yeah. like, you know, crush uh proposing.
0: <laughs> Out of all of them, she's like the most forced into heteronormativity. Like from yes. the second she's like gets her gift people are like she's perfect she's beautiful she's like everything that a feminine woman should be and that's like Mm -hmm. and then clearly you see like she has an entire song where she's Mm -hmm. like this is not who i want to be at all like that song is a coming out song if I've ever seen one.
2: Literally.
1: And it's a coming out song that they sing after her first big revelation of like who she truly is on the inside is to make a goddamn succulent. Gay. Like come on. That's gay. That's queer culture. Gay. I don't make the rules. Like that shit's gay. She's like it doesn't all have to be flowers. Like what?
2: And then she's spitting out rainbow dust out of her fingers. Like yes. gay. Succulents and rainbow dust.
1: Gay. <laughs> well, and okay, listen cuz you know we're not going to talk about Encanto without pulling out some lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, pull out some right? lyrics. cuz this So, yeah. oh my god, please. Can, can we pull out a little bit of lyrics? I just want to highlight one line. What can you do when you know who you wanna be isn't perfect?
0: Be gay. What can you do
2: when you know who you wanna be? Oh my god, I didn't realize like, that.
1: That's a line that to me as a queer person just just stands out a little bit, you know? Like just jumps out a little bit as like somebody realizing, hey. I have been pushed into this heteronormative role by my family's expectations my entire life. And I, it like just suddenly occurred to me for the first time maybe that's not who I want to be. And like, listen, we just do this with Disney movies so often, but like, that's a gay story. (laughs) Like, (laughs) That's that's a queer story. That's a gay awakening. That's what's happening right now. Like, like it's not even it's, that layered.
2: It's like no, just it's kind like, of really obvious.
1: <laughs> no, and especially when they make it like so much about not marrying the dude, you know? And I'm like, how do you think that's gonna read to us? Like, I, uh, <laughs> yeah? I'm sorry, it reads gay. It reads gay. <laughs> it like,
2: reads gay. Yes, it really does. It reads gay,
1: and like, and that's because I. I mean, listen, I do spend a lot of time on encounter talk. It's a problem. It's fine. <laughs> but like, one of my. I'm sorry favorite that things,
2: you're probably seeing my I, face way too much.
1: <laughs> not ever enough. Mm-hmm. I one of the things that I do love is like when people break down Isabella's part in We Don't Talk About Bruno. Right, because she like descends from the sky on her little like Moulin oh, Rouge uh, sateen, yes. like <laughs> the swing coming down from the ceiling, like yeah! descends down from the sky. <laughs> she's so which, dramatic like,
0: too. Like, she's so, so dramatic, dramatic,
1: dramatic. <laughs> and like, listen, maybe it's just cause like, I feel like that, Moulin Rouge is like intrinsically entwined with like my like gay coming of age time. So I'm like, mm. to me, it just like immediately feels gayer that I'm like, oh, sateen, okay. Fine, but so she descends from the sky and she's singing this whole, like, that whole section of the song, right, of, like, he told me that the life of my dreams, like, would be mine. And, And how... Everybody is singing about like all of the reasons that they are upset at Bruno or like how Bruno has ruined their lives and all this stuff. And hers sounds on the (laughs) surface, on the surface. I know every time,
2: every time it'll never be the same. Never Sounds
1: on the surface like it's very like, oh, he told me everything was going to be amazing about my life. But instead, it's like this little Gaby inside of her, like so desperately trying to be like, wow, he told me my life was going to be perfect. And instead. I'm here, like, and it's not, right? Like, Mm. basically, she's, like, saying, like, he lied to me. Like, my life isn't perfect. This isn't what I want. But, like, that's what he told me I was going to have. And you're just like, oh, honey. Yeah. (laughs) I just want to give you a hug and be like, it gets better. (laughs) Yes.
2: Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwein, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwein, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Ah, That's so true. Uh, I didn't even think about that.
0: And also you have like, Mirabelle, who like finally is like telling her sister like it's okay to be gay. I also feel like I've said this in other other episodes before. but like when you come like there's like this person you are before you came out that's like still you, but it's just like a little mm-hmm. fake because you haven't like really figured out who you actually are.
2: and yeah, then like you... me two years ago,
0: Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Jess we've all Thanks, we've all been there you're here it's now. Fine. Thank you. <laughs> but it is like, it's like, yeah, like it's you're still you, but there's just something that's like a little and you're also like, at least for me, not necessarily. I wasn't meaner to people, but like some people like, you know, we're like not as nice to other people because they're dealing with their own shit or just like you do things that are not great. Yeah. So I feel like there's this moment where like Mirabelle's realizing like the is the Isabella that I actually like don't like isn't really her. And then she's like, "Oh. Mm-hmm. You just came out to me and now I'm like, "Oh my god, I like my sister." Yeah. Right, like it's Wait, like, yes. do you mean
1: do you mean yeah. Ellie that like sometimes you just look at your like clearly super gay baby sister and you like you know, are repressing some things yourself and it like makes you maybe like be a little bit more of a bitch to them until like you come out too and then all of a sudden you are like realize how much you have in common. Is that is that kind of what you're saying? Like just something like that. That's exactly what it is. Sure.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yo, this is so
0: real. (laughs) Well and then freaking Abuela sees Isabella and she's like, Why did you make her gay, Mirabel?
2: Why'd you make her gay? Like
0: that's literally what she says. She's like, why did you turn her into this? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and it's, it's so, so true. It's so bad. I mean, I feel that aw- is so true. I feel so horrible for Isabella in that moment because she's like finally happy. And then her abuela is like, why did you do this? Like you were perfect when you were not being mm-hmm.
2: yourself. And that is something that is actually very common, unfortunately, with a lot of abuelas too, specifically. And uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I feel like uh my my abuela who i was very close to um unfortunately passed away last year but she lived to be 99 so amazing crazy we got good (laughs) genes but like if she, (laughs) i think about it all the time like i wish that she would have lived long enough to see this film and finally see all like she was always asking, like, why are you in New York? Why don't you come home to Miami and live with us and be a doctor? Like, why? And I would tell her, I'm becoming a doctor of acting, abuela. And also, <laughs> this is all in Spanish, so it sounds more romantic. And I was like, you know, I wish that I could show her, you know, finally the, the big thing that I make it to is something that, like, is actually, like, her and about her. Mm. And I, I think about if she could see me now. And see me without my hair down to my ass, freaking falling in love with the shorty. What would she say? And but at the same time, and maybe this is because I spoke to a clairvoyant in December and he said that she was proud of me, but I feel like she would just be happy that I am free. I'm just like free now.
1: And yeah.
2: But it is it is a fear that a lot of especially children of immigrant parents have to think about, too. It's like you can't talk about that. Like, okay, well, oh, your sexuality. Now we got to get into that drama. It took us too much to get over here. I don't want to get into this. Like, it's too much information. And yeah, I just I think about that, too, with with Abuela Alma, it's like. When these little spurts of, wait, you're letting her know it's okay to be gay, too? Like, I can't have this many gay children under one roof. (laughs) Louisa's already gay, but I'm letting her be gay because she's the only one who can lift shit. Like, I can't handle this. It's too much. And like my abuela, maybe she would eventually lock herself in a bathroom and threaten to burn the whole house down if it had built up to that point. But instead, the house just crumbled, and then everyone almost died, and then they had to go to a river and sing a song and cry. <laughs> yeah, but
1: okay. In well, real wait, life, wait. can we <laughs> can we use that as a segue, maybe? Because unless into sorry, what unless, we don't
0: unless, talk about, is that what you're gonna say, Lee?
1: No, I was. Well, I mean, listen. Like we we could go there too. I was gonna use it to segue into Mirabelle because I feel like I I think what we're touching on. There's a lot of things we're going to talk about with Mirabelle this one of the biggest notes that I have about like why why Mirabelle reads as so queer to me I mean look again, besides the fact that you're just like, wow, a whole story about somebody who just feels like intrinsically different from everyone in their family who just doesn't belong in a way that like makes her elders like, Kind of come down a little too harshly and Mm -hmm. like just can't seem to find a way out of that spot no matter what. You know, and who just sort of like had that moment of like, oh, I came of age, disappointed my grandmother, and like now I can't ever redeem myself. Like, nothing about that's gonna feel relatable to queer people, like for sure, right? Like, again, stop writing gay stories, Disney. We <laughs> don't want us <laughs> also, to do that. But also, don't this. stop
0: writing them because don't we stop love writing them.
1: We but... love it. But like, <laughs> but, so I mean, besides all of the like, she's so gay, and this is a gay story. The thing that, honestly, to me, and it's because it's the first time I watched it, this was, like, just, it was the other moment in a song that just, like, ugh. Like, is, I think, just guts any queer person watching this movie, and it's in Waiting on a Miracle. Like, Waiting on a Miracle is such a fucking heavy Song like again, like does not need to go so hard in a way that is just going to like emotionally emotional damage, like to queer people. And specifically, like again, you know, I'm gonna read some lyrics at you. (laughs) But this this part of the song when she sings, (laughs) I would move the mountains, make new trees, and flowers grow. Someone please just let me know. Where do I go? I'm waiting on a miracle. And I'm just like, ugh. But like, listen, you tell me like what queer person, especially any queer person who has grown up in any sort of like religious household, like who has not had that moment of just being like, where is the miracle to make me different? Where, when am I going to be right? When am I going to be what they're looking for, what they want from me? Like, uh, it's just like, fuck waiting fuck. on
2: a miracle waiting like, on
1: a miracle and I'm just like I, listen this together. I get it I get this I get it in the context of like the story this movie is trying to tell <laughs> with its whole heart I get it but like it's also not just telling that story it is telling a story that like resonates with so deeply and it's just like you want every time i watch that song like when i watched it again this week that's still the part that just like it's just like it gets you you know like it's it's real that's like a real thing that i think is is so relatable it's so relatable and it's so relatable like because that is a real thing that like, people are still going through now. People are still dealing with, people still have those moments. Like they are still kids Mm -hmm. praying every night for God to turn them straight. And you're like, oh, my babies, I just want to like gather you up and like tell you that it's okay. But it's, it's just like, that's the moment to me where I'm just like, listen, I get it. You can read like Mirabella's like, just quirky and like the d- denial like i get it but like that moment i'm like i can't i can't get past it i just yeah. can't
2: i mean i think and i think that there's a lot of Mita bells begging for a miracle right now especially in florida not to make it dark but uh, <laughs> yeah yeah it's a lot of like damn what i didn't know I, just as i was not just as i was deciding maybe i wouldn't fear for my life what is wrong like and it's yeah it she literally is like there it's just like a version of like what is wrong with me I'm just I'm waiting for something to happen and uh, yeah I think I think every queer person experiences that in some capacity whether it's in your youth or even like if if you're like me and and truly coming into your queer identity in your adulthood but yeah, I, f- I mean, I feel very lucky because I my my family is just extremely supportive. I mean, they raised a goddamn actor, like <laughs> who's very eccentric. So they, they had to be supportive. It's like yeah. it's almost like they're like, OK, well, if you if you being gay is the worst thing that comes out of this. OK, so be it. Um, so, you know, but I feel like, yeah, it's. Um, but,
1: but even then, right, like. Even yeah. then, just that, like, I God, I'm like, now all I can hear in my head is just that, like, just that repeated, like, open your eyes, like, yes. moment of the song, you know, where you're just like, oh, sweetie, like.
2: All I need is a change. Just, all I need is a chance. Yeah, like,
1: and it's just like, it's just that, like, just see me. Like, just see me. Like, yeah. here I am, you know? And you're just like, <gasps> Yes, I'm okay. that's so true. I'm okay. And
2: she really is the only person who can access like this empathy and and compassion in a way that no one else in the family can. She sees all of them for them, but they cannot just see her for her. That's so true.
0: Oh, I wanted to talk about, because like obviously Abuela like is very hard on her, but I also mm. want to talk about like Mirabel's parents because mm. I also do feel like they know she's gay. Yeah. Oh god, yes. Like because, <laughs> yeah, I, because I feel like there's like this scene between her and her mom in the kitchen they, where she's like
1: new you might say. Yeah.
0: She's like I wish you could see like I wish you could see yourself how I see you. The way I you see know? you. Yes. Like and I'm just like My favorite oh. line. It's so sweet and I just feel like the reason that like Mirabelle can be can be a bit more like, I see her more, like, open with her with her queerness in, even yeah. in the film. Like, even mm-hmm. though, like, I mean, obviously she never says it, but, like, when I view it, I see her as feeling a little bit more, like, at home with, like, some of the quality she has inside of her.
2: Yeah, because it's all she has. Yeah. yeah.
0: That, like, mm-hmm. it's because, like, her parents have all, at least, like, the generation right above her has always been very supportive of her.
2: Yes. You know? And I think because yeah. she is the youngest too, that it's almost like, okay, and and she didn't get a gift. So you know what? But we love her so much and we see the beauty and value in her. So she deserves to be exactly who she f- feels she authentically is. So yeah, I think I think you're right about that.
1: So yeah, I plus just, they have their gay that. brother to help break them into this whole. Concept, well, yeah. Do you want to so, talk? You know, like, do you want to talk breakfast. about Bruno? Let's talk about
0: Bruno. Uh, well, uh, okay.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Bruno's I need to the say queerest. wait. I think he's wait. The I need to say one last thing okay. about Mirabelle too, because I'm sorry, Disney, but listen, if you want to write again, if you want to write a character like Mirabelle with this like super gay coming out story storyline, and then you want to write waiting on a miracle and like all these songs and all this stuff and like not have us read gay stuff into it. Like maybe don't cast Steph Beatrice, like just-
2: Oh, yeah, just yeah, th- yeah, yeah, we have- <laughs> like... I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna mention <laughs> our Lord and Savior, Miss Bicon of the universe. Yeah, I, I mean, please, like... like,
1: what do you, what do you expect from us? <sighs> we are, we are only human, okay? We like are We are only humans. little gay humans doing our best <laughs> to lead our little gay lives. <laughs> it's hard not to yes. do that.
2: Yes, also, it's like, so true. God, is I it, love wait,
1: am am I wrong about this?
0: Isn't like Mirabelle the first Disney, one of the first Disney characters, like protagonist to have glasses or something? Is that yes, thing? yeah. Yes. I also feel like those glasses, like you would see those in a, in a gay bar. Like they're so. Those are on. gay. They're so cute, and Those like, are gay that, like, glasses. So the Harry like, Potter gay. Yeah, Let's they're like go. in a little oh, hipster coffee my, shop. Just, personally, like, my their favorite kind. Yes. And like wearing those circle glasses, like.
2: Dude, any? Any shorty that looks like Harry Potter, it's a wrap for me. <laughs> Let's check. Ju- <laughs> the encompassing childhood nostalgia, with the like sorcery mm. and um, man manliness, but also gracefulness of uh, Daniel Radcliffe slash imaginary character. And listen, just... Ellie
1: and I did a mean Harry Potter costume duo for yeah, Halloween can, One year, Lee I'm just saying. Harry Potter. I just want to build up yeah. the reasons we should be best friends. That's all. Yeah. I just want to wow. make sure it's out there. Okay? Lee was wow. Harry. I do actually do a, a mean. It yeah. would be a <laughs> but-
0: perfect Terry.
1: I'll get my glasses out real quick. Hold oh, on. my God. Really quick. About- <laughs> Everyone, calm down. Keep it together.
0: <laughs> I just want to say about Daniel Radcliffe, as you say, grace. I saw him on Broadway in <laughs> How to Succeed in Business. Don't tell me it wasn't graceful. No, that man can dance. His feet, <clears throat> he was just like flitting around. He <laughs> was the, 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 good. He was, like, really light on his feet. So he is grace. He is beauty. He is grace. That's all I'm going to say. If if
1: 14-year-old me could ever, like, I would never have predicted that, like, not like I do not love Emma Watson, like, but if you had told 14-year-old me that, like, my favorite actor from the Harry Potter series down the road was going to be Daniel Radcliffe, like, I would not have believed you. That's all. That's all, and yet, I had a, <laughs> I had an awful lot of Hermione on my walls for me to love Daniel Radcliffe as much oh, as I do these days. So yes,
2: <laughs> uh, I, and that I, he would end up being a musical theater gay. We oh know. yeah,
1: he's, he's delightful. He's delightful. Come
2: on, really
0: killed it. All right, but let's dive in. We got to oh. talk about Bruno, the queerest
2: of we them. We have all. to talk about him. So, oh what
0: gosh. do you think, Jess? You said Bruno's the queerest. Why?
2: He's the okay. Well, first of all, like. This dude looks like a freaking <laughs> turf. Okay, just <laughs> gonna say, like, look at, look at his hair. Like, and just the fact that he's like, I mean, he is estranged from his family. He literally lives by himself. Talks to animals. Has pet rats. Gay, yep. gay, 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 gay. Pet rats is an actor. Yeah. So he's immersed in the arts <laughs> and. Has multiple personalities, gay, and it is also just like mm, has the coolest power out of everyone else. And I'm not gonna lie,
1: he's a he's a spooky occult gay. Come yeah. on, Ooh, he's love. like I see the future. I'll Literally. read your tarot, like it's like fun. we'll
2: read your tarot. Yes, <laughs> yes. And th- that's me. They don't call me Jessica Tarot Darrow for nothing. Okay, I I am that gay. Nah, I just said that right now. Yeah, like,
0: I did not know they called you that, but... Do do you You have shirts? Do you make shirts with that? You need shirts.
2: I've been thinking about merch, guys. Maybe that'll be it, but...
1: Start with that. I love
2: a good tarot read, okay? I give them shits to myself at the beginning of every month, go on to Bitty Tarot, and so does Bruno, okay? And I I know (laughs) that for sure, with the rats on his damn shoulder, like, is just gay, and like... The way that he has compassion for everyone else and respects everyone else and doesn't put his shit before anyone else, but is still like the most dramatic and magical one out of all of them. Also, I just feel like the fact that his his gift is the one that is like uh, shunned and the one that is like looked down upon, but is like yet the most powerful and insightful is uh, symbolism for queerness
0: well, I feel like, too, it's like they literally are like, we want to ignore your visions. It's the same way that like somebody cut co- like if somebody in your family comes to you and is like, hey, I'm queer. and You're like, mm, I don't want to hear that. No, you never said that to me. Like, you can tell me that all you want, but um, we're not, you know, we're not like literally the whole song. We don't talk about Bruno is like mm-hmm. that wh- whole thing of like families where like everyone knows. That but this they person's don't gay, talk about it but yes. we're not talking about it,
1: and that is yes. very, very common.
0: Like very it's- common.
1: I feel like it is so. Like, what's the? Well, okay. Look, everyone, everyone loves when we do a visual gag on a podcast. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm waiting. For I don't this. know.
1: Did you did you watch One Day at a Time? Did you watch the the new like One Day at a Time that they made, Jess?
2: Wait, is that the is that the Cuban one?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes! Did you watch that? Yes. And and so they get into like some of the later seasons and at, <laughs> they get into the later seasons with Steph Beatrice playing her cousin, right? Who's I, also I gay. I did see those. And, oh my God. Stephanie's in it. Okay, okay, okay. Explain, so explain. any of our listeners who have seen One Day at a Time, you know exactly what I'm about to do. But this is what they do like anytime it comes up where they're like, oh, like, you know, the the whole idea of like, oh, we don't talk about the fact that like she's gay is like anytime anything gets even close to that topic, every single person in the family just goes, <laughs> right? Like hands up just being like, mm, don't talk about that. And I'm like, yes, that is like that's the culture, man. Like that's it. That's yes, the, like mm, uh, and if that, that. is
2: some Cuban shit, just Latino shit like, what?
1: that <laughs> is we don't talk about Bruno. Yes, like uh, mm, the whole town fucking knows, man. Like mm, we don't talk about Bruno. Like wow.
2: Oh my god, that's plus, hilarious! I listen, can't wait to go watch it.
1: you tell me what is more in the closet than living in the literal literal fucking in the fucking walls of literal your walls? <laughs> <laughs> like that's like closet plus, right? Like that's. Deep yes, yes. that is hiding like, in the you, walls when for you years. yeah, when you hit the back of your closet and you start digging a hole, like that's deep in the closet, dude. That like, is <laughs>
2: deep in literal closet. Also, <laughs> he is literally the weird gay uncle. Yes. Yes,
1: we love a gunkle. We love yes.
2: gunkles. He uh, is the gunkle. He's a, he gunkle. Is a
1: gunkle. Well, and that's why I love him and Mirabelle too, because it's like when she finally finds him, like, A, there is something just like, you can tell there's that moment for her when he's like, you know, she sees his little name scratched on the on the bowl on the table. That and makes he's me like, oh, and he's like, but I love my family, you know? And she's like, oh, yes, as someone who also like has a fraught tense relationship, but like would do anything for this family that refuses to like look at me and see me. And they're like, mm-hmm. you can just see them relating. And he, and she's like, you left to protect me. And he's like, yes, I, the Gungle left to protect you, the tiny little gay one. Like, no. and you're just like, oh, you too, I love yes. it. Uh, I love it. Well, and I even love it. towards the
0: end, he comes like, he comes back, like he comes out of hiding because he thinks he needs to save Mirabelle. Right? Even though it's like, all right, everything's Uh... already done. But he, like, comes running out. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna save my little gay (sighs) niece. I also like to say, I was reading, you know, you're gonna, there's so much, there is so much like, freaking fan theory and like, all kinds of shit about him. There (laughs) is. But one of them said that Julieta knew he was there the whole time and, like, had been feeding him. Right? Mm. And If that is the case, I feel like that tracks because, like I said before, like, she supports Mirabelle. She knows she's gay. Like, I feel like she's, like, he came to her and was, like, I'm gay. I got to go hide in the walls. And she was like, I love you. I'll take care of you in the walls. <laughs> like
1: that oh, tracks. Yes. Sorry. I just had the worst, I, the best worst idea that like will also make Ellie cry. It's fine. Somebody write me like a, listen, this is like not the kind of fan fiction we usually ask for. Oh my God. <laughs> someone write me, someone write me like a super sweet, like heart wrenching fan fiction, like of them as kids like i want like little teenage bruno and Julieta where he's like you know like begging her to like make him straight with her food and she's like my food can't fix you being gay cuz you're not broken and like right <laughs> stop it i can't take it uh, I can't i'm take sorry it. everyone i'm sorry but like come on <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm I'm sorry. So good. <laughs> she looks. Like, she's wiping
2: her tears. <laughs> Why? We're literally crying. Cry? Why are you doing that? You, it's not gonna fix you because you 'cause you're not, you're not
1: broken. Okay, but that it would so be. Funny. But it would be amazing, right? Like, wouldn't it be incredible? Yeah, it'd be incredible. Yeah.
2: Wait. Do you guys just like request fan fiction? Yeah, I don't feel people like people actually. I mean,
0: people usually listen. don't give it to us. <laughs> this we is just throw wait, in the just universe. It, just throw it I out just, there. I'm just
1: gonna cast a little, see what comes in. So like um, someone write
2: for me,
0: yeah,
1: uh. someone write me this. That's what I want. People do send us like existing fanfiction. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, here's the thing
0: that, that happens. Exists, but yeah. usually
1: it's more like, wow, like you know, we'll do a movie and we're like, wow, what a super hot couple that we're shipping. Like, please send me the fanfiction. This is a little yeah, different. <laughs> a little different. Little A little awesome. different vibe that I'm going for yeah. right now. Yeah. But, like, but it would be touching and adorable. Uh make us the short Disney, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> they
0: won't, but I like
1: that. They never they never yeah. will. They but, won't, but it would be incredible. That's that's all. Yeah. I also just feel like with
0: all of these characters it is like I just love the um the evolution in the film in general. Because like by the end I feel like Abuela like had kicked him out for being gay, right? Mm-hmm. And then when for he, sure. then when he comes back She's like, I don't give a fuck you're gay. Like, I just love you. Right. So mm-hmm. we have like little baby Mirabelle who's like teaching Abuela, like, why did I kick my gay son out? Like, I have another beautiful gay granddaughter. Like, I got to like make amends for all of my previous homophobia, you know? Exactly. Yes. Yes. And so yes. I just feel like they just, they give it to us in a nice little like
2: silver platter. Yeah.
0: This is just like wrapped up in like, OK, yes, we see like the negatives of it, but we also see like the positive of like you can change, you can fix things, you can like heal these these wounds in your family, which is why yes. like, I bawl my eyes out at that freaking river scene.
2: Yeah, every time. Every and it's time. it's always going to hold more meaning every time that you watch it. Yep. You're going to find something new. Yep. And it's going to get queerer. Yep. It's it, inevitable. It does.
1: Yeah. I swear it was gayer to me, like watching it every time. It's I'm just, telling
0: you. Yep. <laughs> it's more and more gay. Do we have any other characters? There's so many characters. Do you have any other characters yes. you want to talk about? Listen,
1: there is one other major gay we haven't talked right. about yet. It's Camilo. <laughs> I'm sorry, there is never a shapeshifter who is not inherently queer. Mm. Okay. That's not possible. It's here's a dude who is just like, I spend half my time as women. Yeah, that's gay. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. gay. Like, there's shapeshifting by default. Gay. So you think just that queer Camilo's trans, non-binary, yes. or like just gender, gender
0: fluid, fluid. gender fluid by yeah. definition? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Literal> <laughs> definition.
2: Yeah, like, and yes. but also, but also, I think that Camilo also masks as someone who would probably like make fun of oh, yes. someone for being queer and has that like fake homophobia to mask their own yeah homo shit <laughs>
0: yep. yeah yeah yeah. that
2: like I know I yeah, think dudes. that's the That's the medical term That's word. the medical term <laughs> Sorry uh, I've been talking All day you guys But this is the Is the best conversation I've had all day Yes but, They
1: haven't all been This shocking yeah, yeah right Just.
2: But you know We all grew up With that kid Who is now like Gay as shit And was making Everyone feel like shit If they even Oh yeah like, But listen
1: Camila's still young Like Yes and,
2: yes of course And
1: he's still young and he, But he's old enough To have watched how his family has like you know how what Isabella has been pushed into he's watched how they've treated Mirabelle like He's, he'll grow out of it, you mm-hmm. know, because I'm sorry, but like, there's just, there's no way, there's no way that you spend that much time just being like, ah, yes, I am a woman. Hand me your child, please. Like, uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean,
2: he, he probably, he was probably breastfeeding a baby too. He oh my like, God. I gotta see what it's like, like,
1: come on, dude, yeah. that's not a, that's not a guy who's going to be able to like lock away his. No. His his card the to the queer community shit. is <laughs> in the mail, on its yes. way to him. He just hasn't opened that letter yet. Let's put yes. it that way. yeah <laughs> I also uh, thought you were going to say
0: an- about Camilo also that like he has he's like such a jokester and has a flair for the dramatic too. So I feel like it's like that kind of thing where like he would totally like throw his own one man mu- one man woman NB like drag show. show. Yes. Oh my right? god. Yeah. We're like he plays all the characters and he's like dancing and singing and like putting oh, on a yeah. show. Oh yeah.
2: Oh yes. I totally agree. I can see
0: it. There's just like there's so much in this. There's so much. I mean, we could talk about other characters. That was the last one we had on our actual like outline. Jess, yes. <laughs> are there any other okay. characters in Encanto that you feel like we need to talk about before we we i feel, we're not going to do any ships because there's no sh- there're no Well yeah it's it's hard when they're all related. Yeah, we're not again. shipping anyone who's yeah. related with each wait, other. We're not no, doing
1: that. Wait, this. sorry. I have one ship if you have no other characters. I have one ship I will nominate.
0: Yeah, let's hear it.
1: Okay, my ship goes to the shout out to that like one like super quick queer baby scene in the family Madrigal (gasps) when she's like two men fell in love with the family Madrigal and like Augustine and and Felix come up and they're like dancing next to each other. And then she's like, they married women. And I was like, every person had that one quick moment like before, you know, like the first time you watch the movie, like before you got all the relationships where you're like two men fell in love. So I ship Felix and Augustine. That's it. That's it. That's Because They're not
0: related to each other, so that's fine. Yeah.
2: Wait a second. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't even think about
0: that. watch the scene, because I wrote that down. Watch too, that scene. Because it literally like, just goes like two men fell in love. With the family. Like it's like literally, like yeah, so yeah, yeah. like stops.
1: And and wait, they, like they, they, they say come- that? That's a lyric? Yes. That's the lyric. I don't even know the lyric in my own damn movie. The full lyric is two
0: men fell in love with the family Madrigal and it's about the husbands. But like, but it stops like right after two men fell in love for just long enough that you like it's the first time you've ever met them. Oh, so you think yes. they're introducing a gay couple. <laughs> it's
1: like, it's the what? line that comes right before the like the right like right before that. There's this line Two guys fell in love with Family Madrigal and now they're part of the Family Madrigal.
0: Yeah. Hello? Yeah. yeah. Yay! Yeah. So, oh validly, because I did write that down
1: as well. I was like, it's it's my only it's my only ship I can convincingly yeah, 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 get behind yeah, yeah. in and this movie. And I will say, I got
0: whenever we get a sequel, they need to give Luisa a love interest.
1: Yeah. Yes, please. That's always- I would,
2: I would, I would like that because I really want her to pick up someone on the magical unicorn key. I really want that yep. to be a scene <laughs> and I want- where she's just like, my trusty steed. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and I want Some- her love interest like that. to also be like so um, they're so fun that like Luisa has to be like, Oh, I could have fun, I guess. Right. Yeah. Like it's like I see it. Yes, she has to
2: give in. I see that too. And yeah, I don't think that there would be anyone else that I would ship because the beauty of this film is that we can actually name how everyone is queer without talking about how they're sexually attracted to anyone. Yes, like, exactly. It's just like their yes, personality. Yes, it has
1: nothing to do with it. It is Literally just has gay nothing vibes to do with it. Yeah. and gay vibes. But OK, look, sorry, I will put another I will put a better fanfiction slash short slash whatever request out into the universe, which is give me Louisa finding the girl of her dreams and then building her a uh, fucking house and just like carrying like armfuls of stones and just being like I'm building you the house of our dreams and so like just sweet. making this fucking house for her. like <laughs> come on right yeah so that would be good yeah
2: oh yeah but we, uh, we, we can, can all agree that I'm comes, down though. for it I'll, I'll voice whatever do <laughs> it you know what I mean? <laughs> let's do it
1: Yes, Ellie, we agree. And Kanto. Should have been gay. Should've been gay. Uh,
0: Should have been, been gay. It's wow. time for our Q and gay. Are you ready? Q, Q,
1: Q, Q, and, and,
0: and, and gay. gay. What's the highest amount of family members you've ever lived with? A, two, B, five, C, twelve, or D, twenty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh it's uh b five mm. nice wait okay
1: okay 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 i, I, I can't stakes. get it wrong it's, no, about no, no, okay. life. it's just it's yeah
0: it's just it's easy. <laughs> if
1: there's, if, low stakes we're not grading you it's okay
2: sometimes i will say though it was five it felt like 20 okay okay yeah
1: that's fair question two this one is still low stakes there's no wrong answer okay it okay. might be a little is, harder what is the gayest song in Encanto out of A, we don't talk about Bruno, B, surface pressure, C, what else can I do, or D, waiting on a miracle?
2: I would have to say, what else can I do? It's
1: so true. It's see, so true. It's a very big see. coming. The, the rainbow,
0: I think, makes it. It's literally <laughs> yeah. her being like, oh, look,
2: I'm gay. What other cool shit is going to come out of
0: exactly. me Exactly. Yeah.
2: Because that's how it always feels when you are cool with being gay.
0: Exactly. (laughs) You're like one thing and you're like, oh, my God, what else can I do?
2: Exactly. Literally, it is that feeling. Yes. So So, I would have to say that.
0: All right. Question number three. Which magical gift would you want the most? A, super strength. B, flower power. C, shape shifting or D, visions.
2: Uh, C, shape shifting for sure. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's so multi-purpose. I, it's, it's multi-purpose. I get to fuck with people. And also, like, I I get to demand respect. And if you don't want to give it to me, then I'm going to trick you into it. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that's uh, that's incredible.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Think of the pranks you can
1: pull. Okay. Question four. Also Difficult. kind of an attack. What is your favorite Lin-Manuel Miranda show or movie out of In the Heights? Hamilton, Moana, or Encanto.
2: It's in the heights. Yeah, Great that was choice. that was first and answer. foremost. Yeah, because that's I mean that that's what started it all. That was the musical that I saw when I met him afterwards. Like that's it's it, yeah, it, that's like number one. You saw it and, on Broadway. Uh,
0: it's, it's, you saw it on Broadway. I actually
2: saw it in Miami at a regional theater, and he happened to come to that production because Uh, I guess, yeah, he he wanted to see how it would do. I I feel like he was probably, you know, going to like different Latino communities and here in Miami, in Miami, he knew it was obviously a predominant. And then I, he was just chilling in the lobby and this was what, like 2011. So he was not as, as big. This was before hammy. So no one like knew who he was except (laughs) for my crazy ass. So I'm in the lobby with my best friend and I hear his distinct ass voice and I'm like, oh my God, whoa, wait a second. Is this man behind me? I'm looking at my best friend. And she's like, dude, he's literally like right there. <laughs> and then I just I start to get red. I'm freaking out, and I turn around, and this man is just being Lynn and he's just standing
1: there. I've said
2: this story so many times, and I have the photo. I'll send it to you guys. It's all it's definitely yes, out there on the oh internet somewhere. But it is me approaching him, being like, "Oh my god, hi!" And he's telling me in Spanish, "He's like, no llora, no llora, don't cry." And I'm like, "What is I? I'm gonna cry And it's just me sobbing holding onto his shoulder, and he's like. Eh, eh. It's That's great. amazing. Great. I, have,
0: I have a meeting live yeah. story too. I yes! was his waitress <gasps> in, because I lived in, I actually did not live in the Heights. I lived in Inwood, which is like oh. above the Heights. Mm-hmm. But he lived, he lived, I think he lived in Inwood technically, but whatever. He lived very mm-hmm. close to where I was. And he okay. came to the restaurant that I worked at and I was, I was his waitress. And this was same thing. He had only done in the Heights. I was obsessed with The Heights. I think it's like, I think it's better mm-hmm. than Hamilton. Mm-hmm. It's better than Hamilton. Like it is. I think it is too. I'll it say just that. Is. They it are is.
2: very different, but it is, it is better because it like, every song is different. Yes. And you know what? I would also say it is a lot like Encanto because it is very character driven. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is all the different characters. Everyone gets their soliloquy everyone gets their their monologue moment where they share with the audience what's really going on inside. Yep. And that's what makes it so interesting and compelling to watch is because it's character-driven. It's yep. like,
0: ugh. But I loved it. So I saw him and I was literally his waitress and I was being cool as I'm like serving him. But then at the end, I was like, I just had to get a picture with you. Yes, <laughs> like, I and thank God you to. did. Thank God you did. I okay, but wait, can you tell me what he ate? No, oh my God, I could not remember Damn that it. to save my life. no. <laughs> But I do still have the picture. I do still have the picture. I was hoping
2: it was gonna be something juicy, like all fried food, like mozzarella sticks or no, some shit. No, well, it was like, like an uh,
0: Italian restaurant. It was like a nice-ish Italian restaurant. Mozzarella so sticks. He was so mozzarella nice sticks. About mozzarella sticks. So he okay, had mozzarella okay. sticks. But <laughs> Chicken fingers. Yeah, it was him and his wife.
2: Wow. And yep the just, the OG Vanessa. Yeah, the one and only me,
0: Vanessa. Wow, It was crazy. God. But yeah, That's it was crazy. like I love the night. Nice.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. yeah, well, some of us haven't met Lynn Manuel Miranda. So, like, it's, it's fine. And <laughs> like, it's cool. Where's Lee, one thing? day you will have your Lynn moment. One
0: day. It's bound to
1: happen. <laughs> I'll make my Lesbian Manuel Miranda shirt and I'll wear it around in the hopes of running it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, you, know? yeah you will. Have yeah, a no, moment. seriously.
0: I promise you will. Just let <laughs> you. At the drama you bookshop. make your yeah. Jessica
1: Tarodaro shirt and. Uh, <laughs> And I'm gonna make my lesbian Manuel Miranda shirt, and we'll just oh my god. wear them around town together. Okay. You
2: know what other Le Manuel Miranda joke I have is my rapper name is gonna be Lil Manuel.
1: Ooh,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah that's I love sexy, it. Right? Wait, Thanks, we also have one, we have one more question because I like I just oh my god, us, okay, we're so we're so sidetracked. I know this is gonna be the it. longest and the best episode. So question number five, which Madrigal do you relate to the most? A. Isabella, B. Mirabelle, C. Luisa, or D. Abuela?
2: I like that you like, D. Abuela. <laughs> like, why did you guys put Abuela? Like, you you could. wanted to see you like, never, if yeah, I, I were, like, fucking bigger?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we <laughs> yeah, also put it on I our Twitter. Really I don't know.
2: <laughs> that yeah, is Who knows so... what
1: people feel like, you know? Maybe some people are like, wow, I'm actually just like kind of a bitch who's like real hard on my family. Like, I don't know. (laughs) You're right. We don't (laughs) want to harsh on their vibe, not hate on Abuela.
0: She's been through a lot of shit. I love Abuela. Oh, Abuela's yeah.
1: oh, kind yeah. of a bitch. Come on.
2: Yes, I can say that but, with love. Of course, but she's a bitch for a reason. Yes. And yes. that's the beauty of the movie is that you discover the context and why some of our Abuelas end up being bitches. But It, not doesn't, actually it, it doesn't
1: mean, that's loving Abuela does not mean you that you don't spend relate. the whole movie going like, Jesus relate. Christ, Abuela, what the fuck? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
2: Well, I mean, gosh, I really, like, I do relate with Luisa the most. <laughs> and, and, you know, you were saying earlier that the experience of, like, watching Louisa's story unfold, watching Surface Pressure is a cathartic experience. It It is continuously cathartic for me. It becomes more cathartic for me as time passes because I just, like, I look back at my old patterns, patterns that I am still trying to shed myself, things that I have, you know, my own, my own personal turmoil is very similar to that of Louisa's. I feel like her and I have had a lot of the same things going on inside of our heads. And also yeah, she's just uh, super hot and brilliant on the outside, but dealing with a lot of shit on the inside. And <laughs> just a can't,
1: relatable, can't relate just more. a relatable. So relatable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: Sounds I can't relate that's what it is yes thank you so much Jess this was a, such a good episode I'm so, so
2: nice. sad it's over I want this to be a sleepover <laughs> what the hell you guys uh, and then we could be a freaking band and play all of our yes. dumb gay instruments yes. I love oh you guys oh my god uh, you can't
0: see, well maybe you can see now I don't know over here I have wow. a drum set can you <gasps> see the drums Wait, you're literally just a one-woman band. I got a whole oh, she band is. in here.
1: She for sure is. I got a whole band in here. So whenever you Can want. Can you
0: actually play, play the, the drums? drums? Yeah.
1: yeah. Wait, there's the guitars behind you. The piano's in front. Yep. Come on. She's got it all. Get, so my girlfriend plays the bass. <laughs> so that's her bass. So ba- hot. That's her bass.
0: And then my guitar. And then the I drums. <sighs> like,
1: I We're gonna start a band, okay? Yeah, yeah. the name's so gonna cool. be something to do with terror. We'll figure it out. With terror, tarot. we've got tarot.
2: And yeah. yes. And can I be Lil Manuel? Yes, yes.
1: Okay. Lil Manuel and of the Terrors.
2: <gasps> oh, oh uh, you, you do have to make me the front man,
1: you guys. <laughs> Come on. Yes. Um, I, I, would, I would be like, of course we will, but like honestly, Ellie might fight you for it. It's fine. No, no. Uh, I'm the front man No, here. it's okay. Please. It's okay. <laughs> i I actually would I would like to play the drums,
0: but still sing. Ellie's you know? like,
1: I'm already the lead that. singer of a wedding band. It's fine. Oh, it's fine. Wow. It's
2: fine. I've always wanted to be in a wedding band. I've it's always so wa- I was in the wedding singer. I was nice. in The Wedding Singer, and uh, speaking of Wedding Singer, I just want to address the crazy comments people be leaving on my TikTok saying I look like Adam Sandler, and bro, I am <laughs> dead. How Why do you would they say that? Who? I, tell tell like, us where they are. We was, will find okay. them. But it was the first time that I saw, I was like, oh, is this like a hate comment? But then I realized that I was like, wow, my depression brain is surely shifting because I actually am excited by this comment. And this is kind of hilarious. And also, I had a crush on Adam Sandler growing up. Like, I was like, oh my God, you're funny. And like, you got big fucking teeth and an egghead and cool hair.
0: That's me. In 51st Dates, when she paints the egg, you know what
2: I'm (laughs) 51st Dates, like literally that. And (laughs) The Wedding Singer.
0: Like, The Wedding Singer slaps. That movie is amazing.
2: I also like I would love to be I would love to be cast in all of the same roles that Adam Sandler has been cast in in the exact like no changes. Oh, nothing. Like, yeah, nothing exactly. As just, they you
1: got to go big on the mullet and we'll be the judge of the. You guys, I okay? literally had a mullet.
2: I had a mullet until it turned into this. I don't even know what what this is. Someone told me that I have I have the what is it called? It's like a it's like a pixie, but it's not. Was, there's some like Bushwick ass name for it. I don't know. <laughs> it was almost like, oh, you have that haircut. I was like, yeah, me and everyone else here, there's something special about it. But I had a mullet in September. Okay. And when it got even mulletier, er I was in the recording studio and like, even on Zoom, the directors and writers were calling it out. They're like, Wow, you're really, uh, you're going real mullet-y here. What, what,
1: what? I was like, Going yeah. hard on the mullet. Yeah, yeah that's right. Listen, going it's hard a power move. It. It's a power move. That's what it is.
2: Exactly. When you're an animated character, you just do whatever the fuck you want. and then they just Give
1: Louisa a mullet, damn it. <laughs> Give Louisa a mullet.
2: <laughs> Chop off the ponytail.
1: Yes.
2: Put the ribbon around her neck and make it a mullet. I love she that. She would
1: look pretty dope with a mullet, actually.
2: Right? I'm down.
1: Incredible. So speaking of your TikTok comments, tell our listeners, where can they find you on all the social medias?
2: Well, it is. It's just at Jess Darrow underscore. That's that's on everything. Uh, with the exception of Twitter is it me, Jess Darrow. But honestly, all Twitter is just my diary. So I mean, if you're into that, by all means. And then you've got YouTube where I am three hundred five. <laughs> So if you want to look at any of my long form content, I'll also be releasing my new music video, which yes. is very queer, very, very queer. That's awesome. And that's going to be on YouTube, uh, I don't know, hopefully in two weeks, we'll see if coloring gets done in time. But yeah, that's where you can find me.
0: I wish I had amazing. a Vine. I
2: wish I had a Vine to promote, but
0: that's- <laughs> yeah. Bring back Vine. Yes. And y'all
2: don't even dare try to find me on Facebook, okay? Because I don't do that anymore.
0: <laughs> so
2: that's that. <laughs> that's amazing.
0: Thank you so much. You don't know how much we enjoyed this. So good. Aww,
2: thank you, guys. Wait, you have to say uh, goodbye to
0: my cat, Giles. Let me hear you say hip, 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 again. We love hearing from you and building communities. So we want to shout out some of our favorite things each episode. We have a lot of names to read this episode because we've had a lot of you help support Journey to the Heart on Indiegogo. So I'm going to try to go through this. Do you want to go one at a time, Lee, the same way we do our Lesbian Jesus?
1: You know I do. I always do.
0: We want to thank Majuba, Sam, Levi, Durr, F, Jeannie, Melanie, Kaylee, Kyle, Brian, E, Shalini, Emily, J, Michael, Bruce, Wendy
1: and Jody and everyone else who has donated since then. We're so sorry. We don't have your names down, but we'll get you next time. We made this list, but we'll get you next time. Either way. We just want to say a huge, huge thank you to everybody who's able to donate and also to everybody who's just sharing it, telling people, spreading the word around. Even if you cannot donate, we totally understand, but getting the word out there makes a huge difference and it means a lot.
0: As always, we want to thank our lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster,
1: Jess Klaus,
0: Tanya Ferguson,
1: Jacqueline Rose Nishino,
0: Sarah and Julia,
1: Danny Gunlock Tamora, Brittany Ray, Alana Rosen,
0: Lizette Stye, Stacy, Adie Benitez,
1: Fiona W.,
0: Whitney Lennon,
1: and Jennifer Trujillo.
0: And our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen,
1: Leah Hendley, Liz Chen, Julia Gonzalez,
0: and Ashley White. Thank you all so much for your support. We could not do the show without you.
1: Remember, you can find us on all the social medias. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Pod.
0: You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com.
1: Or you can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. And you can find our website for our production company at dollarbeanproductions.com.
0: Whatever app you use for podcasts, make sure you subscribe so you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop.
1: And if you haven't checked out The Flame yet, make sure you have listened to all those episodes before we release our next podcast musical.
0: We're also posting some videos on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com to catch them.
1: If you want to help support the podcast, the first way you can do that is easy and free. Go on the Apple Podcasts app, leave us a rating and a review. It helps new people find the podcast, and we like reading the reviews.
0: If you want to support us, you can do that on Patreon at bit.ly slash Patreon. You get all kinds of cool perks like our Patreon-only Discord chat, which we love hanging out in, Les Angels watch parties, and ad-free episodes.
1: And if you want to help support Dollar Bean Productions making new musicals and getting the flame on stage, you can find our Patreon for our shows at bit.ly slash the flame Patreon.
0: If you want to get some Les Hangout merch, you can do so at bit.ly slash Shop. We got all kinds of good stuff, especially as summer's coming. This is me being very optimistic in Boston. But, like, get some tank tops. Get some short-sleeve shirts. We got it all there at bit.ly slash shop.
1: Plus, uh, pride's coming before we know it. So, you know, start get those shirts in now. If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster.
0: And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Ellie Brigida. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again soon. Let's hang out, out. out.